0: In goes Stewart! They've only gone and done it!
1: And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Doc slams it in. There's Lindegaard
0: making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of
1: Morris. He's found him by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis, he could win it! He probably has won it for Yeovil! Six minutes gives Yeovil the
2: lead.
0: Stansfield, good turn away from Trott, Goal. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Glovers Cast. I'm joined by Ben. Say hello, Ben. Hello, Ben. And one of the trio made the very long trip all the way to Haven't via Waterlooville, and Waterloo as well, I believe, to uh, watch Yeovil Town's bank holiday. Oh, how can we describe it? Bank holiday. Roller coaster. <laughs> roller coaster there we go. Um, which saw the Glovers lose. Um, and that person is Dave Coates. Say hello, Dave.
3: Hello, Dave. As someone who lives just outside of Blackpool, a land of roller coasters. I needn't have gone to the other end of the bloody country for it, should I? So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can honestly say to you, I've done some stupid things in my time when it comes to following you over down. That is right up there. I left my home at seven thirty in the morning, and I walked in at half past eleven at night, <laughs> and that—that that, <laughs> I can tell you—felt like the longest of long days. But if it had all yeah. finished when that equaliser hit the net, I'd have got—I—I I, I think I would have—I would be in a completely different frame of mind about it. But it didn't
0: ifs and buts before if we get too buts, stuck man. in uh big shout out to both yourselves for the last few podcasts
3: while i've been uh living, where the bloody know... hell have you been yeah exactly <laughs> where have you been
1: i've had to edit i've had to find intro tracks i've had to remember the acas
3: login details <laughs> i had to do nothing <laughs> so. but i missed you anyway
0: <laughs> i've been in the tent you know i've been in the tent
3: well, you haven't. I heard, haven't really I heard a stadium. About. That's a very big tent. Yeah, that was That's a tent. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that was pretty special. Um, and I was so close. Do you know what? I was on the, on the Berries bus on the way up to London on, on Sunday and thought, I haven't, it's not that far. I could get the train. I'm sure there'd be room on the, on a green and white supporters coach for me to, to get back home. And uh, I could do this. This is, this is on the cards. And I thought, I've got a half past five bus back and I'd quite like to relax on the Sunday. So I I spent Sunday, uh, Monday afternoon uh, uh, at Canary Wharf drinking cider overlooking the wharf um, following goals going in, goals galore, Uh, two two very early goals in the wrong net. Um, Should we get stuck into it? let's if we have to <laughs> let's. Dave's just about over it and we've just got to say
3: yeah yeah, yeah. don't don't <laughs> ask me to try and remember too much because I think I had my eyes closed you most of it so
1: it's <laughs> okay I was watching um, the stream
3: Yeah.
0: oh yeah of course you were line up wise pretty similar to Saturday bar the obvious um, absentees line. because of pitches Um bit of a change up the forward line. I think everyone was quite pleased to see Oli Thomas start and see that combination. More on that
3: later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Jordan Young missed out, didn't he? Um, Which, you know, after a good performance was a bit disappointing. But I think after the match, Mark Cooper said, oh, you know, asking players to play this many games in a couple of days
3: is not right.
0: Although not sure the haven't manager was
3: complaining about no. that on his side. He was um, complaining from the grandstand because he got sent off, didn't he? But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I do have to say that, uh, and I mentioned this to uh, a couple of people on the, on, on the terrace that what Mark Cooper was saying about um, part-time, there being less of a gap between part-time and full-time as far as fitness was concerned, those haven't and Waterlooville players were running harder than our players were um, come the second half. So um, I, I I don't believe that it's uh, entirely fitness, but it is only the end of August. So
0: So Ben sat, sat at home watching the stream when yep. you saw the team news come out. This is, your first, this is the first one you've watched, isn't it? This is the first one you've watched this season? Did you watch Truro?
1: Uh, I was going to watch Truro, but then I went to a live game instead of Fazi. So I, I re-watched Truro via the uh, National League TV catch-up service. So I did also watch that. Very nice
0: um what were your thoughts when you saw the lineup expected changes anyone missed out or you thought the one or,
1: was... the only one for me that was a surprise was that morgan williams missed out entirely and i know that's almost a little bit hypocritical because i'd said that maybe he could have been one that was sacrificed um but it was a change that didn't need to be made we knew we were going to we knew things were going to change up front and everyone expected thomas and, and newblade to go up front and everyone expected the defence to change in so much as Sendles White would probably come in for Staunton, I don't think any of those three did themselves any favours. Who came in of of those three that we knew changes? Um. I, I yeah,
3: it was, it was a truly shambolic first fifteen minutes. And uh, just say I'm um, I'm uh, um, how pleased I am that you've immediately switched straight into new Blay again. So Uh, without without even referenced, you haven't even referenced it.
1: We asked for clarification. We got the clarification. We now just move on with our lives.
3: And I was right. Okay,
1: Okay. yeah, 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 move on. It doesn't matter who's right or
3: wrong, but I was right. Okay,
1: move on, and we just get on with our lives. You know, I've got (laughs) it
3: hardwired. I've got it hardwired. I was saying noble all 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 on Monday. I I can't. I can't unprogram myself.
0: I mean, his manager and captain even said it was noble.
3: So, they? Well, to be yeah. fair, I think uh, uh, Staunton just said it was big friends, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> noobs, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: I um, just
0: think we're noobs.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that first 15 minutes was as shambolic a 15 minutes as I think I've ever seen. And- it just looked so disjointed. It looked, like, it looked like the defense hadn't played together, the strikers hadn't played together. I just wasn't sure what was going on. It just was. And you know, and and credit to to the two guys up front for them. They took full advantage, Farl and Keely. They took their, their chances when they came. Will Buse kept us in it with a couple of really good saves, one in particular down to his left hand side was about as good a save as I've seen this season from him. Could have been a lot worse. Could have quite happily been three or
3: four within half hour.
0: Yeah. What was the feeling on the in the away end?
3: <laughs> WTF, end. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um yeah, the uh, uh, yeah, it was just what on earth is going on here? I, I, I like you say, I, I will give a good slice of credit to to not because I think the way it seemed that they obviously is the other end of the pitch where all this is uh, is going on, which was uh, which a fair, it was is a fair way away. But from what I could see, they were just thinking oh, these don't fancy it, um, and they just they just came at us. And, and Fal, I know he was one of the ones in the infamous Oogler um, uh, tweets, wasn't he, about, oh, we tried to sign him and whatever, but um, whether he had um, something about him or not, I don't know. But he he definitely just thought, right, I'm just going to bully these and see what happens, and fair play to him. That's exactly what he did, and we, uh, we gave up the goods, so to speak. And
0: were we just not, was it just a case of they came out really fast and we were just still in the changing room? Like, what was there so, anything noticeable that you felt? There Those two right? things
1: noticeable. Right? It's to do with those those three that came in. It felt like Sendles, White and Wannell were playing in a back three, but they didn't have the man in between them. There was that massive gap between the two of them and Farl and Keeley were just lapping it up. And up front, Frank Nubile was playing in Haven and Ollie Thomas was playing in Waterlooville. <laughs> they were nowhere near each other. They were nowhere near each other. It was driving me mad. Anytime the ball went up, whether it was just launched as a clearance, whether it was a nice actual passage of play, and there were a couple of those. Thought There uh, were a couple of sort of times where the ball was progressively moved up one side, and you were looking like, well, where's your mate? He's over on the other edge of the 18-yard box. They were just nowhere near each other. It's a basic distance thing. It was, it was to... To borrow a, a phrase from that wonderful Brian's Gun Twitter account, it was schoolboy stuff. It was absolute schoolboy stuff. Just get closer to your mate. And uh, the link-up play becomes easy. Flick-ons were going to nobody. And then we have to mention it. What, why can't we play on these bloody pitches? It, what, what?
3: it, it I forgot the basics of how to play football. It was ridiculous. yeah. yeah. I mean, do you think it was the pitch? Because there was—I I mean, one thing that uh, I certainly became very apparent very quickly to me was the lack of organization and leadership, uh, particularly in defense, and that was that was against in the second half as well. And 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 I thought to myself, the lack of just daunton here, even just—I mean, I'm not saying just daunton would have done uh, effectively against the pace uh, of. Um, Certainly, was it Keeley, the, the mm. alongside? Of, uh, uh, he, uh, he would have struggled against him, but at least someone who would have got them together. Because it just felt like defensively, I, I was looking to you know, send Jamie Sendall's white been brought in, spoken about in the summer as a as a as a captain. Uh, you know, without an armband and all of that, I saw nothing of that from 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 him, um, and it was a shame because I know Wattsy was quite a complimentary of him uh, when he was on the other way. But there was nothing, nothing about uh, organisation was complete. And I couldn't figure out whether it was that, whether it was the pitch or whether it was a combination of the two or and, and how much one was affecting the other.
1: Honestly, I think it was both. Yeah, it was genuinely both because we were. Shambolic in 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 organisation, in defence, like I say, there was just massive gaps where you, you need those key partnerships. Um, between Sendles White and one and between Thomas and Nublaid. There was just huge gaps, just massive yeah, amounts yeah. of distance between them. And actually, I think that's part of the reason why we changed it. And we'll, we'll get to that change later, but we went to a back three to put somebody in the bloody gap. Um, yeah, yeah. The pitch is so odd. There were so many times, I noticed it particularly of Whittle, but that might've been because he was on sort of the left side, the near side of the camera as I was watching it. But he couldn't control the ball. And he couldn't trust his own control. He would bring a ball down, a nice ball, an easy ball, and the ball would be bounced away. It would just bounce away from him. It was like he couldn't trust his own touch. And then you end up having to not play the ball along the ground. And so passes that would normally be 10, 15 yards sideways were suddenly going in the air. And suddenly then you're trying to bring them down. And it it was just bouncing off people. Balls were being overhit because people didn't trust it along the floor. It's like we just completely lose confidence of just being simple with the passing. If you just put your foot through it, it should make its distance, right? That's the idea. But it was like people couldn't trust themselves. They didn't know. And that was evident. They couldn't go backwards. There were a couple of times where Wannell had the ball and he sort of played down the line. when actually, maybe the easier ball would have been to go back to the keeper and go to right go down the right-hand side to try and get the ball across but it was like they didn't trust the ball or their passing of the ball yeah it's just, it's just a complete mind block on these plastic pitches yeah i don't know what we have to do i don't know Tra- whether train we... a train on a train on one of those pitches I, I i was just about to say is there a facility is there a club locally that's just a to these... town do they hire them out on a wednesday afternoon
3: <laughs> if i'm sure if you pay them enough they'll they'll give you that pay. you know what
0: i mean there's uh, one at, there's one at Yeovilton as well yeah. which i, I don't I just, don't think it get it doesn't get the same sort of it's regular use that the hewish park one does yeah hewish, we, uh, we, we mean, there has something. to be there has to be a benefit like even if the one at hewish park isn't brilliant surely there is a benefit in just Training on something that is closer to what a pitch is like than sticking on grass. I I don't know. I, I'm
1: I don't I'm know.
3: assuming they are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume well, they are.
0: I don't know. Based, based on said, based
3: on what I saw Monday, I'm not sure they, they
0: are. Before hemp for the Hemel game, uh, Mark Cooper said they weren't training on it. They wouldn't. They weren't going. They don't train they on are. it. They train yeah. over at Alvington. No, but I, I was I'm really, sorry. you know, before before it, I was thinking. I really hope we get a result and we can put to bed all this chat about the pitches because now every time we yeah. we have to go and play on one of these pitches, that's all it's gonna be. And it's yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's gonna get boring talking it, it, about it, us especially when on the
1: pitch and asking the manager why we can't play on the pitch. If if we were rubbish and the pitch was fine and no one was bothered about it, okay. We were just naff. But the fact that we were rubbish and like I say, we had this mental block this mental confidence of not being able to pass a ball knowing where it's going to go there was a couple of times of awkward bounces and stuff but you can get that on a dodgy pitch has just been cut up a bit and things like that or the second half in particular when we started to go a little bit longer because again we just didn't trust ourselves with the pitch jamie sendles white had his blooming four iron out of whack he couldn't he couldn't sync that up properly (laughs) and there was a couple of times where he was just like that's just launched like, that just didn't work. And it's just going beyond the striker's head and just pinging off the surface and flying out for a goal kick. It's like we couldn't even judge those right. I don't know what yeah. the answer is, but something... Yeah, we have we have to get better at those because they're going to keep coming. We've got one in the Somerset Men's Premier Cups next. It's like, do, do you play a proper team in that to try and get used to it for 90 minutes? I, I don't know the answer, know. but... I just I it, it was a the kids
0: thing. who definitely train on it.
1: <laughs> well, so here's the thing. It was definitely a factor early on, but when you compound that with the fact that we were absolutely garbage at the basics of set up in your four, set up in your roles, get close to your guy, put the effort into chase down your man who's going round you, get blocks in, things like that. We didn't do those things and boom, you're two 0 down after twelve minutes and thinking, what the hell just happened there?
0: Mm. Right, let's get to half time because we did claw it back. Jake Warnell threw it in.
1: Yeah. Um and yeah.
0: somehow. Uh then we have any the penalty. Official right?
1: that, it doesn't count. If any <laughs> official spots that it doesn't count, right? That's bad
0: refereeing that's gone in our favour.
1: Uh, unbelievably. <laughs> it's not even it's not even close. it's his elbow. Yeah. Also, yeah. it still says Ollie Thomas on, on flash scores. <laughs> By the way, I have <laughs> no idea where Ollie Thomas. I've seen it back. I've watched it. I went back to Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, nowhere near anything. <laughs> no, no. It just it just makes no sense that Thomas should be credited with that goal. But, but definitely one definitely Handball And then we get a pen.
0: Yeah. Maguire drew
3: well, well before before we go oh, there.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, can, can, we, can we just say um centre aft scoring from a corner? Uh,
0: yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. There's a big asterisk on right? but, oh. yeah. it. But yeah. already sc- And it does, and it, well, it does, but it didn't make a bit of difference really in the end, does it? Um.
3: <laughs> okay. You, 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 you two, Bit we've all been complaining about it for God knows how long. I thought I'd at least point it <laughs> out.
0: Okay. He did score a header.
3: Uh, but against, it wasn't uh, direct Trurier from a corner the other day. Yeah. It wasn't direct yeah, it from, was from a corner, though, was it?
0: Defender scoring from across,
3: which I'll take. <laughs> yeah, it's a very technical technical technicality that
0: <laughs> that's what they are <laughs> <right>. by definition <laughs> um, carry on so mcguire drew gets the penalty dave is this at your end or not at your end so he's at you, my end yeah um, could you, my was end. it a, definitely a penalty uh from
3: from, from uh, i mean it was a, through a, a crowd of people it looked like he got knocked over it looked like he got bundled over i thought it was a bit weak but i really did not care at that point yeah. <laughs> so
0: so there we go 2-2 just before half time perfect time to level it up and uh, get in safe and have a team talk right
3: yeah so ben tell me what happened with that that um that second penalty because i've obviously heard what mark cooper said that there are no highlights so i haven't seen any highlights but 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 to 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 me like, you couldn't really see what had gone on except for it was foul got was it foul got fouled foul got fouled foul, foul, got, f- foul, got, foul, foul um, got foul by Foul, foul. One-all.
2: No, it wasn't one-all, it was two-all. Come (laughs) on!
3: That was the cry of a man who's had a long week.
1: (laughs) A long six weeks. Um, It's just a bog-standard foul, unfortunately. Um, I think he's trying to clear the ball, just launch it out of the penalty area. Fella gets his little gets a little toe on it and you end up booting the player instead of the ball the foul just at every point in every way but we scored on 45 we were five minutes into added on time that's where game management comes in where you don't let it get that far if you're gonna if you're gonna put a foul in put it in 25 yards from goal and defend a free kick if you're gonna boot the ball away maybe try and keep hold of it in some way keep the possession just get that ball back and We never really took those moments by the scruff of the neck at certain times. And that would have been a sucker punch. And and Cooper says it, he says, if we go in at two, will we win that game? And I actually agree because I think the final, well, from the goal, from the first goal, we played some nice stuff at times. And we were very much in the ascendancy in those midfield areas. And we were trying to keep it. Simple and I think something you click Especially with the pitch and we've got it back A set piece and a pen and we were like Okay you've been given a second chance We were playing Okay I thought Sonny Blue was unlucky Actually to be pulled off at halftime Because I thought That he'd had a couple of nice touches No one really excelled But he was the unlucky sacrificial Lamb I think possibly because Maguire Drew had scored and been involved But if we go into, um, I agree. We win.
0: Do you think it's the the like the Cooper Worthington axis in midfield is just when you change to that back three, that's the two that yeah. play in the middle. And yep. so Sunny was. Uh, yep. I mean, it's that's worth a- remembering that Will saved the penalty, right? And it the, the penalty was bundled in. So how was there? Do you think it's good finish as well? Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: a good finish because there's players around him, and Will gets up. It's a good save to be fair with his feet. He's almost dived past it and he's got his feet back to it. It's a, it's a good save. I I gave Will Buse my man of the match for the penalty save and for the one in the first half, right at the death, right at the start of the first half, sorry, just after the second goal, I gave him man of the match because he, he kept us in that game and I was in front of him. I haven't done him many favors, I don't think. Um But I mean, that must be such a sucker punch to go in at three, two. You've done all that hard work. Changes everything. Changes absolutely everything. Changes the team talk, changes the plans, he probably doesn't make the change at 2 Yeah, doesn't make that change but at 3-2 he feels like he's got to, he's probably planning them at 2-1 and then we go to 2-0 he's probably thinking right, scrap that, let's stay as we are for another 10 minutes but then we go down again, it just changes everything at a horrible timing, it's it's fantastic timing from them to score
0: So second half we make those changes Mm -hmm. Williams comes in back into the middle of the park what was the uh, sort of opening of that second half? Like, did we look a bit more composed? Did we seem to have more of the ball? Obviously the manager gets sent off pretty early, does he, in the second half?
3: Couldn't really figure out that, that I mean the the, the, the re, Yeah, the referee was a referee, so you know, we're not supposed to talk about him, are we? But but he seemed to lose control of thing or whatever control there was. he seemed to have he seemed to have lost it. Um nobody really seemed to be on the, on his side. And it's what is it, Mark Cooper said That the the their manager knows Chris Todd, and they were having a bit of a half joking go at each other, and he sent him off for, it. yeah,
1: oh really. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's what he said, yeah.
1: He said they're mates from talkie, yeah, a bit of banter back and forth. Fourth official thinks it's more serious. Calls the ref over and gets sent off.
3: Yeah. Which is just bloody ridiculous, isn't it? But there we go. Bloody ridiculous. It's a good good way to summarise the whole thing. So
0: did we improve?
1: I thought we came out with a little bit of 10 minutes of damage limitation where we were happy to soak up a bit of pressure. And to be honest with you, they didn't really look like scoring in that first 10, 15 minutes. But we just had to kind of go, right, here's how we're going to set this up, second half, and we'll build into it. So... Williams went into the back three in the middle and we kind of just said, right, give us 10 minutes, get used to everything again, warm into the game and we'll build into it. Um, they were on the ascendancy, don't get me wrong, but we never really looked massively troubled until until Worthington gets injured. On about the hour mark, if my memory serves? Yeah, just, just after, yeah.
0: 62, according to the match report.
1: Um, oh, what a match report it is, by the way. Um, <laughs> I was thinking the same. Um that changes things because then we haven't got the Cooper Worthington axis of protection and it starts to show because they then get on top of the game quite quite easily and we are then soaking up a lot of pressure um never really having massive amounts to worry about too much but we're not going to be the one scoring at, at at that point un- until until changes are made later on.
0: Well, let's get to it. Murphy, Murphy comes in for Ollie Thomas and grabs the equaliser. Assist for JMD. Did did Murphy make? I know he scored the goal, but did did that sort of add an edge? Make much difference to how we were playing with it bit more legs up front. I mean it feels weird to say that with Ollie Thomas, you know, being you know, a bit of a beast, but if he struggled to get into it, it was Murphy sort of. Honest.
3: He seemed to be to the point that Ben made before about one playing heaven, one playing Waterlooville he seemed to be a lot more it felt a lot more together. It felt a yeah. lot more structured um from what from what I could see. And with Rich Murphy on, you always thought there's a chance, isn't there? Get a chance, he will score a chance. That's what you get.
1: I, I couldn't agree more. Obviously, by that time as well, Jordan Young had come on um, for for Worthington and Cooper had gone to a kind of a solo defensive midfielder, which was odd because we had the back three and then you had a naturally quite attacking three in front. Murphy. Jordan Young and JMD in behind Newblade. And that worked better for Murphy because Murphy could basically then could just spend his time just going in between all of those attacking players, picking the ball up from JMD, getting it out to Young, picking the ball off Young, switching the play, getting it back out the other side to Nublaid, getting the ball off Cooper in the, in the slightly more defensive role and then spotting that a wing back had made a bit of a move. And all those things, it just seemed to click a little bit more. He was busier than Thomas. He was um, more... Synced with Thomas. Thomas on a couple of occasions took a touch extra, maybe not trusting the pitch, maybe not getting into the pace of the game. But Murphy was able to do that. Um. Yeah, looked looked better, but again, they were they were on top for for good chunks. It was a very I don't know what you thought, Dave, but it felt like there was chunks of time in the game. It didn't flow as they get to go, we get to go, they get to go. It was, no. they're, they're on, they're camping on the edge of our box for 10 minutes. Yeah. But then actually for 10 minutes, we're doing all right. And we're yeah. playing some nice stuff and we just maybe haven't quite got the final pass or the ball's not quite been right there. But then they came back and it was like 10 minute slots. When we were in our 10 minutes, we had moments and Rhys Murphy really added to that. But they were on top as, as much as we were. And if anything, they could have gone further ahead. And... We probably didn't have the clear cut chances to equalise until Murphy snaffles one in the last minute.
0: It seems so frustrating that we got all those attacking minded players and weren't mm. able to break them down. Um, you've, you know, Murphy gets that late equaliser, home and dry again, right? Same story as the second half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually was in the
3: away end.
0: Yeah, I was actually listening at this point. I was at Hammersmith listening to it. On my uh, wireless, walking around like this, um, (laughs) holding up a radio to my ear. Uh, And uh, yeah, I was quite happy that we'd scored. And then (laughs) those last, that last period of the game, the winner, the red card, just (laughs) could not have been a worse finish to a match, really, when you've got the next two games coming up, which are looking quite important now.
1: It I was I I had no audio on my stream, so I wasn't listening to anything, I was just watching. And when we scored, I was looking around desperately for the people going, get your head on, mm. get you and just see this out. Get the point you probably don't deserve on the balance of play and run away. And, and that, that just didn't really that- happen. Mm. We made it a little bit too easy for them to progress. We sat a little bit too deep. No one got their foot on the ball, really. There was a Matt Worthington shaped hole next to Charlie Cooper. Cooper was everywhere, but not really anywhere. It was was an odd five minutes. Like I said, at the end of this bonkers game that had gone back and forth and all the rest of it had been a bit scrappy and bitty and chunky and all the rest of it. And then the ball just in the box. I don't even know really how it got there. But it drops, and it's this tame little left foot P-roller. And you're just crying for someone just to just dive in front of it or something. And it's just not there. And it's just... Oh, Jesus.
3: But there was... um uh, a, I can't remember. Well, it, it would have been... Been more Williams over that side because he came down their left, our right, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And um, and I seem to remember thinking that the guy got through very easily. Um, to, to the, the, whoever it was, put the ball in. Um, but also, I think Mark Cooper said it. It's uh, it's attitude, isn't it? More than anything, and I think they want all the way through that game. They wanted it more than we wanted it. Yeah, true. be told. Um, and. That comes down to how, how much you want it, and there are too many of them out there that didn't want it, or certainly did not look like they wanted it. Mm. Uh, and that's it. I mean, you are never going to win a, you are never going to win anything if you if you've got people like that.
0: The, the quote from Cooper is: uh, "We get back to three-three, then in the last minute, we have a player that tries to let the ball run out of play and gets brushed aside like he's a feather, and okay. they run through and score."
3: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like a feather.
1: Again, it's one of them where, much like the first half penalty from foul, don't let the ball get that far.
3: No, <laughs> you
1: know what I mean. If you need to make a foul, make it. You're you're just there to see those last few minutes out and get away with the point that you probably didn't deserve, and it didn't happen. And then, of course, we do try and get the <laughs> we do try and get another equalizer, yeah. and Cooper, who was done a lot of running thinks he gets fouled definitely gets fouled according to his old man and gets a second yellow I text Foxy at hang on let me even find the time so I said I'm watching blah, 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 blah. at exactly 15.30 Cooper will get sent off
3: referee was itching for it itching it's another, another Mystic Meg prediction.
1: Honestly, from I, at 3.30, I said... Uh,
3: Why haven't you won the lottery yet?
1: I know. I said, camera's a bit shaky. He said, who cares? We need a leveler before half-time. Got one of them. Um, mm-hmm. Cooper will get sent off. He's already been booked. Um, referee desperate to to get the other one, the other card out. You could see it from early on. You could really see it. And then it's a little bit of... There's a little bit of me that thinks... Mark, not Mark, Charlie Cooper is not naive enough to n- not know that. He will have understood that the referee's been after him or someone the whole game. Mm. So why would you chuck yourself over in the 95th minute? You wouldn't, would you? You get Maybe kicked. you, would
0: to, maybe you would, would to get the point. I don't know. <laughs> like maybe no, you, you, just...
1: you, you'd get kicked. Yeah. You'd get yourself in a position where you get kicked where if he doesn't give it to you, he doesn't give you the pen, but you've been kicked. Mm. And I just, I do think I I'm going to say something wildly unpopular Mm. I quite liked Charlie Cooper on that game he was kind of everywhere and you Mm. needed a bit of that and I wanted two or three others in the group around him to be a bit everywhere and I think we would have got out of it with a better result Um, it was between him and Buse for my man of the match because I thought he did the ugly stuff the break stuff up when they had passages of play in those 10 minute chunks I talk about he just kind of went and did his stuff unnoticed and I mean, I'll never know from the angle that the that the stream had and I haven't had a chance to see it back because there's no damn highlight. So <laughs> I'll have to take their word for it that he was he was kicked and it was definitely a penalty. And that just makes it all the more frustrating. And I think we'll miss him against Western big time.
0: We've got a question about
1: Charlie Keeper.
0: Um maybe we should do it now. Well let's do it. We'll do the questions. Um but I thought let's let's go to the, the post match and Mark Cooper pretty much as scathing as he's ever been as Oval Town manager. I think even through all of the stuff last year when we were playing terribly, he never really spoke as strongly about the players. I didn't feel it was I, there was always that you know that overhanging cloud of all the stuff was that was going Astros, on behind, yeah, behind the scenes, and it was very much uh, you know protecting the players, but spoke pretty strongly about the performances and um, you know, the fact that he said he shouldn't have changed the team. He gave five, made five changes, give people chances and yeah, said it won't happen again.
3: Well, let's so, hope so that bit's right. I mean, it sounds to me like he's talking, Well, he's saying everything that the supporters were thinking, I think, yeah. from listening to that that, that postman. Now, whether that's someone who's trying to appease um people someone who's feeling the pressure trying to deflect blame i mean he said he said that he picked the wrong team so he's taking a proportion a, a yeah. of it but um yeah i i i would not blame that performance on mark cooper i, I think there's the, 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 it's the players that lost us that that game. Now you can say, "Oh, is this boring sideways, backwards, um, uh, a, a game?" I don't think that was what the problem was on 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 Monday. The problem was <laughs> almost if, if boring backwards and forwards is discipline, organised. That was not what I saw there on 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 Monday. So that makes me think that it's not the tactics; it's the players. Um, but. He will he will be under pressure. I mean, everyone's saying, you know, 10 games, and I absolutely agree that you've got to give him till, you know, Green Day clause and all of that, as we always say. So, but you you, you can't you can't judge him now, but the way he's shaping up, he, uh, yeah, I are mean, going to need some need some results um, between now and the end of September.
1: Need some games on grass. Games on grass, yeah. If, if we had played boring and sideways, the way that everyone hates, yeah. we'd have got out of that game or something. Absolutely, we would, yeah. 1,000%. Yeah. The fact that we weren't playing boring and sideways was the reason why we lost that game, yeah. or part of the reason why we lost that game. A few individual errors, a couple of stinkers from the ref. But if we'd have played boring and sideways that everybody hates, we'd have got out of that with something. Yeah, but would you, you have scooped that You took the words right out of my mouth. I, I think you, you might have done. Because you're always, you're always giving yourself a chance with someone like Reese Murphy to score that late goal. You're always giving yourself a chance with someone like JMD to make half a chance from a, a semi-cleared um, corner that doesn't really go where it needs to. And he makes a chance and gets fouled and wins a pen. I, I completely agree with the idea that we would have got out of that game with something had we been a bit more boring. 100%. 100%.
0: Are you based based on his post match? Are you are you surprised we've not seen? Obviously, Ollie Thomas has gone back to Bristol City, but I don't think that's down to his performance on Saturday. It sounds like there's you know a real lack of strikers up their, their end. Um, are you surprised we've not seen anyone come in or any sort of you know dip into the loan market, etc., etc.?
1: Would you tell that on a Thursday you brought on a striker in? Would you tell them on Friday, Friday night?
3: And I I also wonder whether there's anything about the Football League loan market closing uh on Friday or today, as you listen to it, and whether there's something. But you you'd you'd like to think, I mean, um when uh the news came through that Ollie Thomas was going back to and I, and I noticed there's a couple of people saying he's going on loan to Newport. Um, oh, really? Uh, are they? Yeah. Are they actually going to have Seb Palmer yeah, Holden and Oli Thomas. Thomas up front? Yeah, it, it may be. Um, but he scored, yeah, he scored for him. I think Palmer Holden. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Two, but... And
1: Oli yeah. Thomas may go the same way, where actually in a division where he gets a bit more space mm-hmm. and he gets a bit more time on the ball, he doesn't get sort of beaten up by part-time defenders. Mm-hmm. Actually, he might get a little bit more success out of it.
0: Yeah. I think there's a. I mean, getting my. Wishlist on. I think there's a question around this. So let's, we'll do that bit. My wishlist on if we're to, if we are to bring anyone in to strengthen things up or do something, I feel like we're going to need a pacey centre back for when we need to play this back four. Because even against Truro, Josh Staunton was obviously involved as well, but there were moments where he was really, you know, put on toast by the, the Truro strikers. Uh, need some an Owen Bevan esque defender in there who's yeah good at reading the game and got a lot of
1: pace. Yeah, potentially. I, just, I I wouldn't be overly worried if we used Williams in there and kept with Zach Bell on the right and did it that way. I think that's that's a perfectly viable option. Um, I, just I think was, Williams I, is I, our I, best right back though. He is. Yep. Yeah. He's, he he's... he is he is undroppable. Is what he is. Yeah, <laughs> he's undroppable. He needs to be on that pitch in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in the immediate future for Chelmsford, if we don't go and get whoever the next Owen Bevan is, I, I think I would have Williams in the middle almost regardless of whether or not we play a four, a five, or what. I'd have Williams, Staunton, Wannell or or Williams and somebody else. Um yeah yeah, you got
3: William.
0: with Worthy injured although we don't know the full extent of that and Charlie Cooper suspended for Weston that's, I mean, how, good that's how low we are good, now <laughs> good good opportunity for Josh hours and um, Sonny Blue to you know come in in centre midfield and make an impact but feels like we need could do with something else in that midfield area too we know Worthy's a yellow card you know <laughs> he's a yellow he's card a away yellow and, card. and so is you know Charlie Cooper to a certain extent um, but
1: yeah I, I I would expect a body or two of the next few days obviously we're at a point now where transfer windows don't actually mean much to us we can wait yeah. until the other side of the window for every other side to figure themselves out and then see who's available on a loan. we might still be looking at free agents and things like that and seeing who's around and obviously they come with a need for match fitness and getting them up to speed and all the rest of it but they are still out there, free agents that have played at this level or the level above and been released and things like that so there's, we're not sure the footballers doing the rounds where they fit and how they fit and where their attitude fits and all the rest of it I don't know but I would expect to see a couple.
0: Hit up a Coombs St Nicholas striker as well or something couldn't we?
1: They do make good ones, I heard.
0: <laughs> Got a hell of a talent pipeline. Correct. Anything else from Haven't? Um,
1: anything yes, else from Haven't? Just have a look. Is there anything else? Nah.
0: I not think, think it was alright. Right. Should we get stuck into Saturday? Yeez! Uh, top yeah. line, Chelmsford Unbeaten, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and... I know, Dave. You've spoken to a... Clarice for...
3: Extra, Louis Is... from Clarice Extra. Listen Is out Louis for that the one morning. Is... Is he
0: the one who's been a bit punchy
3: on Twitter about or Is that a different Chelmsford account? No, that's the same Chelmsford account. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I think that, I think there might only be one Chelmsford account. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, he he was he, he was a bit. Uh, I mean, he was um, yeah. Uh, uh, to be fair, they haven't they haven't lost a um, they haven't lost a game all no. season. I think they've only drawn a couple. So in their second in the league after six games, but the second in the league. So why well, wouldn't you be a bit punchy?
0: Well, absolutely. Uh, we need to win it. Don't we? <laughs> we need to come back and make a statement. Yeah. And it's almost the worst possible game. We've Not the worst possible mission. game, but it's a challenge. You know, it's, it's a big challenge and hopefully one that we can prove that, you know, Monday was, an absolute blip on a pitch we don't like.
1: Um, in, it's in... a game that comes back to us. Yeah. It's up to us now. Our home form, we, we're we top of the table on home. Played 4 3 drawn one, lost none. Um, yeah. We are... Fortress Hewish. Fortress Hewish is, is... Yeah, and that's what this game has to be. Um, Chelmsford away, very good. They've played two, they've won two, although they were at Welling and Weymouth, who... Are uh, closer to the bottom than the top at the moment, so they're obviously a danger, and it would be ridiculous of us not to. But I would say this: they haven't, they haven't played much. They've played Eastbourne, who we've already said last week struggling, Weymouth struggling, Welling struggling. They've drawn at home to Havant and Waterlooville, who clearly aren't as bad as their position suggests. Um, Hampton and Richmond, true against them, who are in the relegation zone. Their opening day fixture was a win over Farnborough, which does look to be pretty good. They're on the 13th, but I think we're their toughest task.
3: They're our toughest task, but we're their toughest task as well. They've got Torquay as well. I think he um is what uh, Louis told me. Torquey the, the following week away. I think he said so. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be a, a long trip. Part time team sounds like um from what, what what I've heard they've 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 signed well. They're they're playing a, a good um attacking brand of football, but we hear that from a lot of people, don't we? So um, uh yeah, we'll we'll see how attacking they want to be when they uh, when they get to us. I suppose.
1: I, I welcome an attacking team yeah. to Hugh Park. Because I think that opens up to our strengths. I really do. Um,
3: without Maybe which, not one with too much pace up front, though.
1: <laughs> no, but even even there, I mean, if they've got a bit of pace up front, that's fine. Because we'll be able to deal with it on home soil better because we'll have more of the ball and things yeah. like that. So, I um, mean, if
0: you're an opposition manager coming to play Yeovil... I think the template is sit back, draw them in, and break on the counter. Like that's you know that's where Truro had their success. Yeah. Uh, not sure about Maidstone, um, but yeah, if you've got a pacey couple of strikers,
2: but
1: I can't know. see, I can't see a, a club like Chelmsford who clearly have higher ambitions. Shutting up shop for forty-five minutes and saying, "Well, we'll just wait till half time and then we'll have a go at you."
0: I don't know. Depends if they want to win the game.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, they uh, got to the uh, semi-finals of the playoffs. I think they lost to St. Albans, who um, obviously lost in the final. Um, uh, they've they've had a couple of playoff tilts, I think, in in the past couple of seasons. They had a decent striker, Murphy, one year as well, <laughs> um, and uh, it's. It, it, I'm not sure what ambitions they have. Um, I think at the moment they're just riding a crest of a wave and enjoying it. Um, so yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they the free-flowing attacking that uh Louie was saying about, or I'm I'm misquoting him there a bit, but certainly the the more fluid forward movements um would probably be be a bit more um Pragmatic about it uh, when you get to a place like like Dover, I would think. Who
1: manages that? Robbie
3: Simpson. I didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah, he played for them. Apparently, they signed him yeah. from MK Dons, I think. So. But yes, so, um, but I said to him, "How many? Uh, how often do ex-players come back and score against you?" Yeah, please, please, yeah. Put Murphy Murphy on and tell him uh, that this guy said he was shit. I think that's what we should do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a tough one, but you know, we should be. (laughs) We yeah, we what is Mark Mark Cooper's go-to line is we respect every opposition. Yeah, Um, but
3: I think it's what I think is what Ben said. It's got to be about us now, isn't it? Yeah, Uh, it's got to be about us. It can't be about them so we've got to we've got to be better um, we've got to be better going forward i I'm, I'm i mean winning if it if it wins games of football and we play sideways backwards cup you know, ball whatever you want to call it then 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 fine but it feels to me that we need to do more with the attacking talent that we have at our, at our disposal because we we've got enough there to put any team on the back foot any team on the back foot. And once they're on the back foot, you got to, that's when you gotta take your chances, isn't it? But J. Card didn't play on on, on on Monday, so hopefully he's still around. I noticed one Jordan Stevens appearing in the um photos. I'm sure that wasn't a coincidence that he was um he was there in the, the press conferences today, isn't it, Ian? Friday. Yeah.
0: Yes, that's right. So,
3: so we will we will probably find out more about that. I mean, I'm not um, advocating for a second that we play we start Jordan Stevens at all. I I think that would be a mistake. But you could see a player like that coming off the bench. Put Jordan Young back in. He, you know he should, hopefully he's still got some confidence after um, scoring his uh, scoring his goal. Uh, you know, put him in. Put Murphy in there as well. Um, we don't know what might happen between. Where we're talking now at five to nine on a Thursday evening, um, and three o'clock on a Saturday, could we could announce another player, another color players, even by the time we get to uh, to three o'clock? Let's let's mm. say. Cool. Yeah, that's Saturday. Questions? Questions. Uh, Colin says, Colin Redmond, um, are we ever going to get highlights? No video uploaded as of Thursday. I'm gonna say probably not, Colin. I had a thought if they were, then they would do. And uh, Tim Hobble makes a point. I don't know if I could watch that car crash again, to be honest, which is a very fair point. Um uh da da da. Vince Everly says, Does anyone anyone else thinking Mark Cooper is already under pressure?
0: Nope. I mean I think of I think any football manager is under pressure. I think the other did he didn't he say the other day you lose a couple of games and you're under pressure, um, I don't know. It feels like Yeovil Town managers have been un- lots of Yeovil Town managers have been under pressure pretty constantly since they've yeah. <laughs> had the Yeovil job. Um,
3: I, I, I think the size of our club, and this isn't to say, oh look, oh we're too big for this division, because we all said at the beginning of it that no, none of us saw us winning it, I know some of our contributors said they saw us winning it, but. Um, uh, at this level if you are not winning more than you're you're losing and we're, we're just about there aren't we um then uh you are going to be under pressure and every time you lose the game it's going to be like that yeah okay? mark cooper's not stupid he's been around long enough to know that so I say i say he's under a bit of pressure I don't think I don't imagine anyone's going to be I know there's a few people on social media using the cooper out hashtag but yeah there's a few people use a lot of hashtags on social media I won't read too much into that but um but uh, yeah, I there, there were no uh chance to that nature on Monday that I had. Um, Nick <laughs> Haywood, pardon?
0: Sorry, sorry, just yeah. just yeah. a sigh of <laughs> just, oh, okay. yeah,
3: right. Um, so Nick Haywood says, and, and Ben, as a, as a streamer yourself, you might be able to c- uh, correct him. I think you might need to. He said, Hello, hello, Nick. hello, hi. Hello. hi. hi. Um, is it worth me getting all excited about lining up three bottles of Katie? Sainsbury's three for six pound. I don't know what Katie is.
0: Thatchers that is Katie. It's a 7.6% oh. Wow, cider. three
3: bottles of that? That sounds, that sounds punchy. That'll right? get
0: you through a stream.
3: Yeah, well, he says, <laughs> is it worth me lining up three bottles of Katie and live streaming the game on Saturday? My prediction is a, is a ball draw. You? Now, it's not being live streamed on Saturday, is it?
1: Not unless you are not in the country. Oh, hi. Or, or your computer, you have... thinks, isn't, your computer <laughs> thinks it's not in the country.
0: There, oh, there yeah. are ways. I don't know about how, but there are ways that people... Yes,
1: you do, you liar.
0: I
3: don't. I you don't, do.
0: I tried it last season. I couldn't get it to work. Oh,
3: okay. well, according to um, Nick's uh, Facebook profile, he lives in Marlow, Buckinghamshire, which I don't think is overseas. People um, are allowed like, to go on holiday, other Dave. Yeah, maybe. Okay, well there you go. Well, we'll all go on the piss with Nick, I think. Does it sounds, right. <laughs> sounds we'll good? There's also there's also a picture of him with a massive dog. Oh, like right. a, a, yeah, on his on his on his Facebook page, I think. Does it's the like dog a brilliant...
0: have a question, or can we move yeah,
3: on? well, I don't know. the the, 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 the dog looks. Uh, the dog looks like me at the end of Saturday. Look at that. Or oh, on the Monday, I should say.
0: That is a massive dog.
3: That is a massive dog, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Jesus <laughs> Christ, the, does, Nick. Does, Maybe. It's Does
1: the dog come from barking? Hey, right. Move on. Move on.
0: Was that the last question though?
3: That was the last question.
0: (laughs) Uh, Callum Hallett, evening. Evening. Five words to describe our month back in the sixth
3: tier. Back in the sixth tier. That's it. Yeah. Back in the sixth tier. (laughs) You've done it. Well done, Callum. I hate stupid plastic pitches. Yeah. Good, bad, indifferent, good, bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the <Yeah>. referees
3: are <laughs> a- <still> bad. A <laughs> one <A-one-cur. laughs>
1: I didn't I didn't know the referee's name on Monday. So he's on the he's on the match report as Joe books a lot. Joe Buxalot. Which I'm, <laughs> I'm now which is now our default referee name. If everyone yeah. goes to the referee's name, <laughs> the referee will be listed as Joe lot. Right, okay.
0: Uh, almost a pro pilot says, good evening.
3: Good evening. Good And, good a, happy,
0: and a happy end to August and hopefully oh. a good
3: September too. There oh, you go. I would There's love a, a good September.
1: I would love you a good know. September.
0: I would love a wake me up when September ends and we're top of the league. Um, since I'm greedy, here's three more questions.
3: We did point out that, that he was greedy. He <laughs> never asked more than, more than, well, fewer than three questions. There we go. Bloody pilot. If,
0: if it were a Hollywood movie what score would our last match have on Rotten Tomatoes or Rotten Tomatoes as it's
1: probably pronounced What's, what does a rotten tomato score out of At 100% 10, out of 100 I think it's 100%. it's 100% 100% Well so is the worst movie 100 or is the worst movie
0: 1 No a good a good movie is I don't think there are any 100% movies but a good movie is towards the top
3: Oh Mm, okay. So yeah. so 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 I would say it's probably like uh, well, for 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 me, we, oh, go
0: on. I was going to say we can only count to seven, really, yeah. on our scales. So a hundred's quite high, but you guys watched it, so I can't comment.
1: Um, looking at some of the others here, American Pie ranks at sixty one percent. It was considerably <laughs> worse than American Pie.
0: But it was inter- for a neutral. It must. It was probably quite Amazing. a high school.
3: Yeah, I was going to say if I was not a Yeovil fan, um, I, I, I would have said it was a cracking game. There were an awful lot of Portsmouth fans there. I will say that on Monday. Um, so I'm sure they had a whale of a time. But um, yeah, I would. I would put it into the um, minus minus fifty percent. Oh no, no, well.
1: it wasn't that right. It wasn't that bad. No, honestly, it wasn't Oldham so, and Gateshead bad last year. The ground. It wasn't even close to that.
3: All I will say is, you try sitting on a bloody train hey. for five hours, <laughs> six hours, and then coming hey, back. That's
0: jumping not part of in. the movie. That's not part of the movie, Dan. It is. Say, that's Are your you... trip to the cinema.
1: Yeah, I, if you're gonna book, <laughs> if you're gonna book the cinema in the South Coast of England, mate, that's that's you. That's a you thing, not a me thing. Um, it's gonna get if Oldham was a two percent and a generous two percent of that, it was thirty percent.
3: I said it was under 50% and you called me out. And you no, said, I call, no, 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 no. I'm not. I, I'm
1: calling out the people who said it was the worst ever. Wasn't even close.
3: I don't, I, I, I
1: don't <laughs> no, know. I wasn't I'm going sure. to
3: I'm, 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 I'm listen back to this. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Heard. I said um, it's <laughs> under 50% and you both look like I'd slap your sainted mother or something.
0: <laughs> hey, you need my mum out of yeah. this. She listens. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, Mr. Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson retribution twenty-eight percent. That's what it is. We were Liam Neeson last Monday.
3: <laughs> right. What's, the, what's He's the had high some what's films. One?
1: Yeah. I have no it. Oh,
3: well, I thought you had it open. I
1: do, but it's not a so very well put together. It's probably what's like it? The Godfather part three or something.
0: Okay. Uh while Ben's looking at that, um Dave, have you got any thoughts on the Charlie Cooper criticism that was uh all over social
3: uh i i absolutely see i i I think i'm probably too i've been i'm too old uh to to really get too up and up and down with it i remember when i was when i was a lad (laughs) i was a lad i always used to be like i was like ben i was high with the highs and i was low with the lows uh and and i remember badger Badger was always the one who, who taught me that, and he'd always just sort of laugh at laugh at me, and, I, and you know, <laughs> you know. Well, I was I was complaining about us being in the football league, so steady, uh, <laughs> what did I know then? Um, and uh, and 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 he always used to just say when whenever I used to claim that the whole world was coming to end, he just do his uh, what was it, Private Godfrey on the uh, on Dad's Army, we're all doomed. He'd say to me. <laughs> um, so I think I'm kind of I, I'm, I'm I'm probably about that kind of. Time in my footballing career as well that I don't look at him it's not and a think. a career,
0: Dave. It's not a career.
3: A career, yeah. That <laughs> I um, that that I can I can absolutely see everything that Charlie Cooper is in probably a more balanced way than um than maybe some of. The, the, the younger fraternity can he's not an exciting player I don't think, he's not a oh he's going to pick the ball up and run players. and I love all those players, don't get me wrong um but I can absolutely see what he brings and I can see that when he's not there, that we'll miss him, and I think Western will see what we're missing you know, Josh Owens as the, you know, a uh, uh, second coming, assuming there was a first coming of Josh Owens second coming of Gary yeah, was, <laughs> coming, Josh yeah Gary <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: I then, think we'll. I think we'll really miss Charlie Cooper. I I like what he brings. Now I think I'm right in saying, and I've not prepared in advance, but he's done quite well. on am out of the match polls. I think Charlie Cooper. Charlie Cooper. He's done quite well on a number of um, polls. I do have it available. Yeah. Um, action. How do I? How do I see who's voted
3: on the last how, one? Yeah. Do I take on logs? You... Right, oh, are, are you, you looking went... at it? In the in the are you looking in the back end of the website Ben is that what you am, yeah Ben is yeah. inspecting the back end of our website in a James Herriot style
1: so, you know. <laughs> anyway I don't know how this works yeah. but yes I seem to think he does quite well um I think it is definitely one that we'll notice I like him a lot I think he covers a lot of ground I think he allows others to be more free and I think when you've got two holding midfielders, him and Worthington, him and ours, however it looks. The theory is it then puts the responsibility on the others to go and do their jobs. And I think maybe that's where we've lacked, actually, is that people are criticising Cooper when actually Cooper's doing what he's supposed to do. It's those in front of him that haven't yeah. been producing yeah. their goods because of Cooper's presence. I like Charlie Cooper. I like him a lot. I definitely think we'll miss him against Western.
0: Agreed. I don't yeah. think we have any other midfielders who do that job either. No. And when you look back at our successful teams, you need a Charlie Cooper to allow yeah. your JMDs to play and, and that sort of thing. You know? For, we... for Gab Williams and Nick Crittenden and Michael McKindo, we had Darren Way and Lee Johnson keeping things ticking over in the middle of midfield that allowed them to run things.
1: And I think You're I I, like I think comparing. I I think I say that having been one of the people that probably criticized Dale Gorman that probably criticized Charlie Lee at times but it's only mm. when you spot what they provide when they're not there do you kind of go oh actually yeah so um yeah in the same way that I think too many people jumped on Charlie Lee and Dale Gorman at times I I'm yeah I like Charlie Cooper
3: you jumped on Dale Gorman when he came out for Barnet
1: well, I wish I had jumped on him stupid kid.
0: <laughs> uh, just on the 100% movies, there are a few. Uh, oh, wow. I'm just going to note Toy Story, both Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 2 have a 100% ratings. Wow. Um, Toy Story 3 is
1: better than both. Yeah,
0: emotional. Um, anyway, uh, I think there was another part of that question. Uh, ben, you've covered your Man of the Matches for the Haven't game. Yeah, um, it was split between... Dave,
3: and charlie cooper i just about went will views yeah i'd say views given yeah he kept he probably kept us in the in in the game as ben mentioned sonny I, I i thought sonny was doing all right before before he came up i don't know who, who got our man of the match did anyone did anyone even bother voting is it ben voted once or will views that was it i go, i'm
1: scrolling i'm scrolling
3: yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't disagree with will views but uh but i i, I you can't really give some man the match for playing one half, can you? But um, well, yeah. I mean, Sunny Blue got it. Did he? All right, yeah. okay. Well, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Sunny Blue with twenty four percent. Reese Murphy with fifteen. Jake Wanner with ten. Where's Will Be? We'll be using fourth.
3: How many votes did he get?
0: He got nine percent, ten votes.
3: Ten votes. There you go. It's just Ben voting ten times.
0: Yeah. And Charlie Cooper got zero votes. <laughs> Right. Uh, anyway, um, question from Dexter Tyson. Howdy,
1: howdy. Back to the Toy Story thing there. Howdy, partner.
0: There we go. Thought I'd ask another five-a-side question. Oh, good. Can, can only pick one player from each choice to be in the team. I'm gonna. You two are answering this one. Uh, Stuart fire. Nelson or Arta Chrisiak Who? What? Nelson or Chrisiak
1: Nelson or oh,
0: Okay. Wilkinson or Webster. Wilkinson.
3: What? Yeah, but uh, Byron, Webster, Byron Webster
0: played in the championship.
3: Yeah, but By- Byron Byron Webster was a good player with a with a good player next to him. When he had Dan Byrne next to him, he was a good player. When he had Shane Duffy next to him, he looked a good player. But it's five a but, side. But, but, but I, I I've never forgiven Byron Webster for Fleetwood away on the skiver, We lost four nil, and he was absolutely woeful. I mean, he's a lovely guy. I heard him on your chat with him, Ben. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> watching that bloody fish mascot dance across the screen every time he scored, I will never forgive Byron Rips for that. Never. Bloody hell. Oh, heard you heard though. me. Luke Wilkinson. Move okay. on.
0: <laughs> Ed Upson or Lawson Diaz? Ed Upson. No.
3: Ed Upson.
1: Right answer, Dave. Yeah. No, yeah, it is the right answer. Just...
0: Uh, Albie Skendi or Myles Ooh, Miles Hippolyte?
3: Oh, Miles Hippolyte, because I like I like I like the running with uh, running with the ball type players. Miles Hippolyte, remember it's five, five aside, Dave. Yeah, but he 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 do that. He he has got all the tricks, hasn't he Albie okay. Skendi. He's probably about Albie a good nine, touch for a big man. He's, he's probably about twenty stone now. I'd imagine he's living <laughs> it up with Bieber in California. <laughs>
1: Uh, miles to play Because okay. I, didn't
3: know, I, I didn't know What Skendy
1: was Was he a <laughs> defender Was he a striker Who knew Midfielder sometimes He was
0: everywhere Wasn't he um, Kiefer Moore Kiefer. Or Courtney Duffus?
1: Kiefer Moore
3: It's not even close Well Kiefer Moore For us was, was was not a good player He was asked Too much of Too young
1: We just stuck with him Yeah we'd But find. we're
3: talking But we're talking about Kiefer Moore For playing for yoga Right Yep yeah. Yeah, I go Courtney Guffes.
1: Keith Moore, was several divisions higher. Um, yes, well, were well, you, yeah, so you agree with me
3: on Luke, <laughs> <laughs> Luke Wilkinson, so don't give me that.
1: Right. We're moving on. Nothing is not hypocritical. Thank you.
3: Hypocritical. Hippolytic- <laughs> oh, oh, it nearly worked. Hypocritical. Hippolytic- oh, I'm gonna write that one down anyway. Yeah, and then how you spell, spell it, out it as
0: well, please. Um, uh, Jonathan Hooper. Evening. Evening. Double playmaker question. Ooh. JMD and Charlie Cooper, can they play in a promotion winning team together? I think we need a midfield anchor to let Charlie Cooper go and play. Charlie Cooper isn't a way Makalele or Kante type player. Darren Way will be absolutely loving. I didn't mention amongst that lately. A kind Chelsea the,
3: legends as well.
0: <laughs> this is the biggest hole that needs filling currently. See, I think Charlie Cooper is more of a Lee Johnson than a Darren Way. I Lee think. Johnson was always the one who kept things ticking over and moving the ball. Um, but... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think he's better in a three than a two in midfield. And that's why I'll continue to bang the 4-3-3 drum.
1: I think, I think it's going to be interesting to see on Saturday with presumably Cooper and ours as to how that works, because Matt Worthington is rightly undroppable, but obviously he's probably going to be missing, you'd assume. And Josh Hours is that holding midfielder who is that, for want of a better term, quarterback.
0: Just
2: he's also
1: left-footed. Yeah, so a bit of balance. it's going to be an interesting little comparison, actually, because what it might do, if Hours has two or three amazing games and does do all that holding and makes himself to a point where others have got to work around him, yeah, then we will have to change. So big, uh, big couple of games for that question. That might be one where actually we come back to it in a couple of questions, a couple of games time and figure out presumably how ours does.
0: Anything to add, Dave? Nothing to add. Nothing to add. Okay. Uh, Liam underscore YTFC says, who's your ideal replacement for Thomas or would you rather we record Linton? So we think Linton, we think Malachi Linton's injured. You've both had conversations with separate Taunton
3: commentators. Sources, got, sources tell us. Yeah. Got <laughs> injured on a 3G pitch. Oh, irony of ironies. Yes. Um, who would I have? Um, Tor Andre Flo. That's right. everything prime, please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ahead of Kiefer Moore? Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Probably played alongside him, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I mean
0: Is it time for you and Pollock? Gibbs, it's been time for you <laughs>
3: always and time for you and Pollock. <laughs>
1: um there will be a youngster in a in an academy somewhere.
3: Yeah. Who heard of Ollie Thomas before you heard of Ollie exactly. Thomas?
1: Exactly. At Southampton, at Portsmouth, at Cheltenham, at Bristol City still, probably. There's these strikers exist. They do. Um, there's there are free agents still about. I had a quick look. I didn't realise that Tristan Abrahams is still a free agent. He was playing at this level or nationally level last year. You know, these types of players still exist. Kieran Agard's available still on the free? Still.
0: He's been available cool. for the last three years, Ben.
1: <laughs> Correct. Um, but yeah, um, I was like... What do you call a transfer on X?
3: An x An
1: x yeah. It doesn't sound as good, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, these players exist. I... I want someone with a bit of pace. I don't necessarily think they have to be a unit like Ollie Thomas was because he didn't do a lot of unity stuff. He wasn't... you know what I mean? no unity stuff amongst him. Yeah, he wasn't bringing the ball down, plucking it out of thin air and holding it up. He was coming on way. where
0: there was space, wasn't he? Coming on the pitch. Yeah, so space and, yeah.
1: young whippersnapper somewhere. Come on and cause some havoc for 10, 15 minutes at the end of a game. Someone like Ben Gianni down at Dorchester. He's all right. I don't know. I don't know. I just it, we, it don't know, to, it we don't know, Liam. It doesn't need to be light for light replacement, is my is my I plan. think
0: if Linton was fit then that would be the logical Yes replacement, but doesn't sound like it is. Uh uh last question from uh Hewish Hugh. This evening.
3: Good evening. This evening.
0: With Somerset County Women's League kicking off this Sunday, the third of September. And utilizing your depth of knowledge on Bishop's Lydiard reserves, the Wellington Wildcats, Nelson United first, etc. etc. Some predictions for final placings come the end of the season.
3: Yeah, we're town first, everyone else is after. <laughs> yes,
1: um, top of the league. I believe I'm right in saying that if you go on to Facebook, there is the Somerset County League account and they have been doing um like predictions from players and southampton captain Kirsty whitten has yeovil in first um southampton Wale, yeah um they're not in the league they're just oh, people okay. <laughs> uh, Helen Blizzard who is formerly Blizzard. of Yovel yeah, yeah, Blizzard, yeah. Uh, formerly of Yeovil said that Yovel were gonna win it um there are loads of them but basically they all say Yovel gonna win him Abby Bond of Exeter you're know, gonna win it and all the rest of it. Um, I believe Ilmster have got a team in that league, and I'm from Ilminster, so I'll go to them second. <laughs> okay. A distant second simply because I know them.
0: I mean, I think Hugh also raises a good point
1: over, you know, I know our depth of knowledge around those
0: teams aren't very good. But right now, the depth of knowledge around the you know, overtown women is not oh, really? massive either, unfortunately. And uh yeah, I think there's a real opportunity there which we're trying to capitalize on but there's a real opportunity there to do a bit more and uh yeah make more because this you know the women's world cup (laughs) again how many tournaments do we need to go through where it's like this is a big thing come on
1: (laughs) as as a bit of a test if i said to either of you two where the women play their home games would you would you know without looking somerton okay that you've you've ruined my point Okay, <laughs> but um, I'm just saying that it just feels like there is a there is a bit of a gap there. Yeah. And if anyone's going, I... Somerton, <laughs> anyone's going to Summerton going to and you want to help us get in yeah. contact,
3: yeah, do get in touch. Brotherscast okay. at gmail Send us your match reports, details, whatever. We'll probably even yeah, just
1: pictures and scores and team news and lineups and whatever it is. Like we can we can help you. There is a fixture list. I put the I put a fixture list on the website. Ian, if you have time over some point in your busiest life, can you find a permanent home for that somewhere yes, on the? Yes, I page? can.
0: I can. Um, I want a list of players as well, but yeah, I mean, all of that. There's, sort there's of no. Stuff. There's no website yet. There's no. I yeah. thought
3: I saw sure. a social media post with a list of squad numbers.
0: Okay. There's no it. official. Well, you know, it's not on the Yeovil Town website. There's no, no official I, women's I thought, website thought, yet either. No, I and think
3: just, it, I think it was just a um a social media. Anyway, I'll I'll look.
1: Good luck to them. Sydenham Rangers Ladies Blue won't know what hit them. (laughs) Honestly. And then Banwell Ladies, well, they're just going to be cowering, cowering the week after. And then it's all aboard the trip to Wales. To Wales. Wales, not Wales. Right on. If anyone can help us, get in touch.
0: Cool. there's only one thing left to... Hand over to for a Friday edition of the Glover's Cast. Dave, tear up, please. The quiz. There you go. Thanks very much. Talk to, you on, <laughs> talk to you next week.
3: Yes. Thursday night, it's quiz night. We're back. And who else? would we have with us almost a permanent fixture on the Glover's Cast Quiz it is the reigning undefeated Glover's Cast Quiz champion Marcus Duncan Marcus welcome back once again
1: thank you yeah uh back here again got a bad feeling about today though you know don't know why Um, something something's not feeling right yeah yeah,
3: well, uh, we've got we we've got a competitor who's unwilling to show Marcus the white of his eyes. He's claiming there's something wrong with his camera, but I think it's just uh you know his kidology is a bit of a bit bit of uh, Alex Ferguson mind games here. But welcome back, I understand, to the Cast quiz to Rich Wilcox Smith. How you doing, Rich?
2: Yeah, very well, Dave. Hi, Marcus. Yeah, all good. Thank you.
3: Yeah, and uh, remind us then, where did you uh, how how did you fare last time you were on the quiz?
2: I only just lost two one um I can't remember who I was playing now um
3: no. But, no, but it was um it was a fair while ago. two one is the heaviest defeat you can get in this, so exactly. uh, yeah, yeah you'll be you'll be you'll be pleased <laughs> you'll you'll be pleased to know so yeah heavy defeats, let's not talk about those right okay, not heavy yeah defeats at all. anyway, moving on, we have a theme. I've actually come up with a theme this time folks, so uh the theme for this evening's quiz is. The land of the Giants. These are all players who play for Town, obviously, who stand over six foot tall. Six foot three. Marcus is going, that's not a giant. I'm taller (laughs) than that. but, um, But anyway, so all of these are players who stand over six foot and actually just over six foot three, all of them. So there we go. Okay, so, Rich, do I need to tell you the rules of the game? No, we're all good to go. You're good to go, right? And Marcus, you'd know him by now for crying out loud, right? So, hope so. hope, hope so, right? Okay, so here we go. Here is the first story. I was born in Hackney in October 1994. At the age of 10, I was attracting attention from a number of professional teams, including Fulham, Orient and West Ham United. It was Craven Cottage that I chose to start my footballing career, initially joining the academy and earning a professional contract in 2011. But I suffered a knee ligament injury in a first team in a in my first reserve team match which meant i had to go undergo three operations and did not make my return until the start of 2014 when i was loaned out to Tranmere Rovers i quickly established myself as a regular fixture in the side and ended up staying until the end of the 2013-14 league 1 season before returning to Fulham on halloween 2014, I joined Yeovil Town for the first of what would be two spells on loan and made my debut the following day in a 0-0 draw at Chesterfield, one of the uh, only a few clean seats we managed to keep that season. Having made myself a regular fixture alongside the likes of Ben Nugent and Ryan Innes... Is it or, Stephen what, Arthur Worry? The answer is Stephen Arthur Worry. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's it. 1-0. I um I actually didn't get to the last one. I was going to say, as Gary Johnson once said, with me on the side, you had to have half a worry. So that Hello. would have given it away. <laughs> way, didn't I? I put that one. I put that one right in the end. But it is yes, standing six foot four and a half inches tall. It is Stephen Half a Worry. Okay. Are you ready, Rich? You got. You know. You got. You got your eye in now. Yeah, game face no.
2: yeah, right,
3: okay. now. <laughs> okay. Right. I was born in Colchester, Essex in November 1995, and my footballing career began in Ipswich Towns Academy. Having impressed in youth teams, I was given a professional contract when I completed my scholarship at the end of the 13-14 season. And in October 2014, I was loaned out to Braintree, where I made three appearances in the Conference South. And the following year, following January, sorry, I was loaned out to Lowestoft Town in Conference South and played out the rest of the season there. However, I was not offered a new deal at Ipswich and went on trial to Exeter and then Yeovil Town, where I caught the eye of manager Paul Sturrock, who claimed he would make me the next Kenwyn Jones. I made my debut. Oh, you- me. Um, Omar, so Master One needs the right answer. Oh, He's hey, got okay. it. He's got it. He's won it again. I can't believe this. This
1: Sorry. is unbelievable. I remember uh, that Ken Kenwyn Jones line far too. Yeah, with, yeah, oh, yeah. Wins, I was trying to think.
3: Paul Sturrock said, but <laughs> I <was> trying, to
1: <laughs> I was trying to think the,
2: the surname.
3: Yeah, yeah, he started up front, didn't he? And he said he made his debut in in, in a game at uh, a at, at York City, uh, and he came off a of Mark Beck up front. Jesus Christ, I mean oh,
2: blimey.
3: he was another big lad. He was another big lad, yeah. So um yeah, I think if any anybody who heard York City uh, in that season, if you were at that game, you remember it because you're probably still wet from it, I'd imagine, and <laughs> not from any kind of excitement, I can promise you that. So um yeah. But okay, well, are, are we are we gonna try and give you a consolation goal here, Rich? Shall we try and one back? Let's do the third one then. Let's just 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 for fun, this one. Okay. I was born in Harrow in September 1978. So, a bit of a journeyman here. I made my professional debut for Watford in a goalless draw against local rivals Luton Town. A bad leg break that season meant I made just one appearance for the Hornets. In the following two seasons, I was loaned out a QPR. Uh, um, impressing enough to become a first team member when I returned to Vicarage Road. I made my Premiership debut in a 4-2 defeat at Everton on April Fool's Day 2000. And my first... Noel-Williams? It's not Gifton Noel-Williams. No, no. So I'm going to have to keep you out of this next paragraph. But uh, Marcus, this one's just for you. Um, so I scored my first goal in a one-all draw at Middlesbrough at the end of that season. However, I was that was not enough to spare Watford the drop. But I was again a regular in the Championship the following season, making forty appearances. Rich, back Backham, the arrival of Gianluca Vialli at Watford saw me move out to Millwall in October 2021, where I became. Oh, no, that can't be right, can it? No. Yeah, look, in, in, in October of whatever year this is, 2004, maybe. Um, and I became a permanent uh, a permanent fixture in the back line, even playing in the lines FA Cup final appearance against Manchester United in 2004. There you go, was 2004, we're still in. Um, in May 2005, I moved across South London to join Crystal Palace, where I enjoyed a prolific spell for a centre-half, scoring six times as Palace made the player final, losing to my old club, Watford, in the final, there were spells at Wolves, Charlton, and returns to both Watford and Millwall before I ended up in the West Country at Swindon Town in August 2012. My first goal for the Robins came in a 4 1 home win over Yeovil in November 2012, and we went on to make the playoffs, losing in the semi finals to Brentford. I can't remember who they went on to lose to in the final, but you probably remember if you're listening to this. I even had a temporary spell in caretaker charge at the county ground that season, following the resignation of Paolo Di Canio in April. Uh, sorry. February 2013. It didn't prove too successful with a lot going on around that time as a certain Jed McCrory was taking over at Swindon, enough said there. I was again a regular at Swindon the following season, playing against under current Glover's boss, Mark Cooper, but was released at the end of the season, joining Crawley Town and spent the 2014 15 season there. In November, Gary Warren. But, not gary warren no yeah in the well, right well, kind of uh player ballpark though so right okay Rich, this is this is your this is your moment this is just for you this, this, this is this I is i can point. pitch
2: someone but I, do you think i can think of his name
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right okay well go cool. uh, no 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 don't tell us what he looks like see and, and we'll see if you, you get it right november 2015 i joined yeovil town you thought we'd never get there didn't you um initially it was a short-term contract And I made my debut in a 1-0 win at Maidstone, funny old thing, in the FA Cup in 2015, when cup competitions were the only time we played teams like Maidstone. I'm going to give you this paragraph as well, Rich. Uh, I made 23 appearances that season, scoring once in a 2-1 defeat at Morecambe, and was handed the captain's armband by Darren Way. And in January 2016, I signed a new contract until the summer of 2017. You're not having this one, Rich? I am literally. I can picture someone, but I just can't think of his surname. Okay. Have you got a first name then? I want to say Gary someone, but I don't Ooh. think that's right. It's not Gary. It's not Gary. I won't, I won't rule you out. I won't rule you right, Marcus, you're back in. Injuries hampered me in the 2016, 17 season, and I managed just 18 appearances and was eventually released at the end of the season. Coming to the end here, folks. Um, Following my departure from viewers part, I had a brief spell at Hemel Hempstead Town, and now run a cattery in Wiltshire. Who am I? Go on. You can both have one guess. Can you? You say you can picture him, Rich. What does he look like?
2: I, all I can imagine is like a player that used to like long hair and like a beard, and he had like an Alice band. You're
3: absolutely right. You've got oh, it. What? You've got it. Oh. <laughs> can you remember who's Marcus?
2: I think I can, but uh, I don't want to take Rich's moment. Mark, <laughs> well, just go for it, mate. I
3: bring out my misery
1: was it darren ward
3: it is darren, darren ward, ward. It, it is darren That's ward it. you're right yes yeah i can't well, believe he was with us for two years i don't remember that at all no no he was there for a while i think he was injured a lot of it yeah Fair. yeah okay well i'll tell you what rich because uh, because you're a good sport um even if you are a commentator at taunton Town these days uh, uh because you correctly identified him uh you know v- v- visually uh, i'm going to give you that point so we're going to call that we're going to give that one two, much, a 2-1 defeat Fair enough, thank you, Dave. Well, Marcus, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this, but you, we're, we're going to have to find you, get get you back again for your fifth attempt at someone to try and dethrone you. Well, whoever whoever comes up next, they've they've, they've got a tough job on your hands. But Rich, thank you again for uh, for taking part. Not a problem. And Marcus, we'll speak to you next week.
2: Yeah, see you then. We'll play, Rich. Cheers, Marcus.
1: And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Lindegaard
0: making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help
1: it into the path of Morris, He's standing by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start! Manner after
2: just six minutes gives Yeovil the lead.
0: Stansfield, good turn away from
2: go